Welcome everybody to episode 86 of A to Z Sports Talk. Kind of feels weird being, being with Zach this time. I've kind of got used to doing it by myself and uh, it, it's good to have somebody to kind of bounce bounce thoughts off of. But Zach is here today. Um, You've done you good. Doing, my man? I have listened. I appreciate it. Um, every time you talk about LeBron, I get there's something that I don't agree with. I'm like, dang, I can't yell at you. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. I just get really mad at work. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, <laughs> uh, been busy. Um, obviously haven't been on in a long time, but this past week was Mother's Day. Did a ton. Uh, my parents came down. Um, uh, did a lot. Um, but one thing on Friday, we went to a minor league baseball game here, AAA, the jumbo shrimp for the Marlins. Um, they played. Uh, the Orioles minor league team, who, which was like Nor, not Norwich, some, some town I don't really know where it is. I think it's, I think it's in Maryland or something. But, um, one thing to take away from that game is, uh, in this AAA league, cause minor league baseball is weird where it's like separate leagues. And so they don't all yeah. play each other. It's weird, but, um, they have the system where you can challenge a ball or strike. It's not the automated. Oh. It's not the automated strike zone, but you can challenge, which personally, I don't think the fully automated will ever come to major leagues, but I think mm-hmm. this system will. Cause all they do is you get, cause we, this is our first time, like we saw it, so we were like Googling it. And it's, you get three challenges for each team. The pitcher, catcher, and batter can initiate it. And if you get it right, you keep it. But if you get it wrong, you lose it. So, like, if they throw it, a batter, if you, like, challenge it, he'll just tap his head. That's how they all do it. They just, like, tap their head. And then they showed on the scoreboard, it takes, like, eight seconds. They show, like, the ball coming in. It's actually kind of like, uh, oh, what is it? Like, you're waiting, like, tense. Because you're, like, see the ball coming in, you don't know where it's going to land. And then it's, like, a ball or something, and you're, like, cheering. Um, it was huh. kind of, it was kind of cool. Um, I feel like yeah. I have to ask this question because if it ever comes to the MLB, this is going to be the question that everybody's going to be asking, especially higher up. But did it slow down the game at all? Um, there was only like one inning where it slowed it down a bunch. Um, when they just, <laughs> it seemed like a lot of pitches in a row, they kept challenging it. But if you get it wrong, like you're out. So then it, um, speeds it up. But that game was kind of slow anyway because there's a lot of hits. Um, but I kind of liked it. I thought they were really quick. They got it up on the board, like, instantly. Like, the first one took, like, five seconds. They all didn't take too much, too long at all. Um, so if it's, like, a 1-1 count, 1-0 count, and they throw it, and they thought it was a ball, whatever. So it's not two strikes, though. Is like, the... Uh, yeah, you can do it whenever. Batter's still out? It could be oh oh, and you could just... Well, it's, it's not... Wait, you said the batter would be out? Yeah, is that what he said, or is it just no, like, strikes on that? They'll just be like the call's overturned or not. So if it's a ball, or if the ump calls it a strike and the batter challenges it, and then it's still a strike, it's just a one. Okay. And then okay. you lose. Then you only have two challenges left. Interesting. Yeah. So what's what's the AAA team for down there? Uh, the Marlins. Who's that? What team? Oh, that's what Jacksonville okay. Jumbo Shrimp. Very cool. Well, name. Were there any prospects? Any any big time prospects down there? Um, Garrett Cooper was on a rehab assignment. Okay. Um, He's an MLB guy. 
They had some guy. Oh, they have. Oh gosh, what's his name? He was a sh- second baseman for. Oh my. Um, the Rays. I know he's like a decent prospect. So he always had a potential on MLB The Show. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> all right, let me type in real quick. It's a lot of letters. Type well, in the Marlins. How you what you said you went this Mother's Day or this, this uh, Friday? Okay. So yeah, Mother's Day. They had a they brought up a big time pitching prospect. The Marlins. He was did. in Double A. Because that that day I was like, oh. I wonder if he's in Triple A. I knew he was in Double A. And then like literally the day we went, he made his debut. <laughs> Yuri Perez. Oh. <laughs> I was like, ah, bad luck. Um, I was I thought for a second that um, uh, sorry, I'm trying to find the roster. Um, that what's his face, Magnera Sierra. I, I don't know if he's still with the major league team or with some other team. Where is he now? He was with the Marlins last year. All right. I'm looking. Okay. Oh, they have Austin Allen, who was on the Cardinals organization last year. Okay. He was batting 167, so pretty solid. Sierra is a brave now. I didn't know that. Really? And he's also 27 years old now. So he's still young enough. Okay, they don't even have him on the roster. The guy I'm thinking of. All right, I gotta find this guy. He was the Ray second baseman. He was. I don't know why. I was very uh, confused when I saw him. All right, Interesting. I, I'm gonna find Is it. Is he Hispanic? I think so. Baseman prospect. I'll I'll, uh, I'll cover the time while you're finding it here. Yeah. Um. Today we have NBA. Uh, since I did the last episode, the only game that's happened since there's only two series happening, the Heat and the Celtics. Some MLB talk, as we're doing kind of right now anyway. Uh, we have our biggest disappointment player and team and our biggest surprise player and team. The surprise is more on the good side. Um, like a little preview of the Cardinals four-game series versus the Dodgers coming up as the Cardinals have finally turned it around. Um, and then Zach has some PGA championship golf here at the end. Yeah. Here, but All right. I found him. Xavier Edwards. Um, I second think I baseman. Know who that is. I don't even know if he's like on the top charts anymore. I just looked up top second baseman. He's not even there, but uh, he was with Tampa Bay at one point. Uh, I don't know when they got him, but he, yeah, he was with Tampa Bay last year and batted. Yeah, he didn't bat that great, 246, but um, <laughs> he's batting 306, 316 so far this year. Has no power at all, but he's fast. I just remember one MLB the show, which right. was, how have you been? I've been good. I've been good, actually. Um, I don't want to don't want to um, give it away where, but I've had a couple coaching uh, interviews, so something I could probably – Tell you off, off air. Tell me off. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I've been good, man. Um, it's nice finally having only a couple classes left where I can focus a lot of time on graduate? content. I graduated. I, I mean, I already graduated? graduated. Uh, I mean, it's difficult. It's tricky because I have like three classes, summer classes oh, that yeah. I'm still taking to <laughs> finally be done. Um, but my last class in person was, Two weeks ago, I guess. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, something like that. Um, nice. But yeah, so. You did it. What I was saying was it's super nice to be able to get content out now regularly yeah. <laughs> and, um, it was hard there for a while because you were working and I was busy with school, but, um, it's good to be able to get stuff out. We can, um. Okay. I will say, I have to say one more thing about the weekend that was really cool. And then, you know, <laughs> yeah. did you see it? It's because I wrote down a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> I'll let you carry that then. Yeah. Um, we went on Sunday. We went to the Kennedy Space Center, um, like NASA. Mm-hmm. Crazy. You get to see like a rocket. They have like a, cause they, the rocket they shot up for like the moon landing around that space program. They had like an extra one. So they put it in this like whole building. So it's like laying horizontal and you can like walk under it. It's completely massive. I stared at the entrance for about like five minutes. Um, <laughs> and then it's just crazy. And then they have a, the space shuttle, one of the space shuttles, Atlantis, um, stared at that for a long time because like it could go up to space repeatedly. So I was just like, it was crazy. Um, highly recommend that. It's like a full day thing. We got there like pretty early and then we left at like five in the afternoon, but it is sweet. It sounded like you have a lot more things to do down there in Jacksonville that we, than we have here. There's a lot of stuff to do in Florida. I will say it is. <laughs> We're going to Disney in a couple in June. Um, wow. Yeah, me, a big Disney person, never went. Um, <laughs> uh, there's, like, well, we're so close to, like, everything. Like, Tampa's only, like, a three-hour drive away. Savannah, Georgia's two hours. Uh, Charleston's, like, five. Clemson, six. Um, <laughs> Orlando's two hours. Daytona Beach is an hour. Cape Canaveral, the Space Center, is two hours. Miami's pretty far. It's six hours. But yeah. everything's pretty close. It's crazy. Yes, I'm, I'm kind of locked into like a little circle here. I know. Like, I told Kaylee, I'm like, to do. we got to knock out every, uh, all our, our sightseeing in the Southeast while we're down here. Cause they're so close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Um, did you see it wise? I guess I'm used to not doing it cause you're not here. So I didn't have anything. But I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure there's stuff out there. And you, who you've missed a couple weeks here, so I'm sure you have tons. So what you got? Yeah, first off, I don't know if you talked about this in one of the, but John Morant, dumb. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, Do you think, so there's been, there's been different sides. So I heard JJ Reddick's, uh, um, explanation of it. And then I heard like Charles Barkley who responded. Do you think he should be suspended for that? Hmm. I don't know if the hmm, it's like back and forth because he technically didn't break like a law, but it's like mm-hmm. you're under an organization, so they have different standards than yep. Like whatever. I've, honestly, it just is like don't have dumb friends. <laughs> um, Seriously. Uh, and uh, just just go to a gun range. You know, just go to a shooting range to shoot your gun. Um. I yeah, think, or just, or just, I think <laughs> this cracked me up. I listened, I don't know what podcast, I think it was part of my take. They said <laughs> they should have, uh, uh, a day. They're like once a month, um, get a bunch of people, put them in a room. They all, no cell phones and you can just flash your gun. Just go around, flash your gun <laughs> all times, you know, get it out of your system. 
gun flashing Thursday or something <laughs> and just get it all out. Um, then maybe go That's to the funny. gun range after, shoot, yeah. shoot some targets and then, you know, go get some pizza and call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think the NBA should suspend him because again, he didn't break a law technically, but I wouldn't like the Grizzlies have, I guess, the right to do that if they yeah. feel like it's, um, but I, just, <laughs> I laugh because, uh, um, after the first time he did this, they like sent, they like, sus- like suspended him and then he went to Florida for like a day and a half and he got back. I'm like, oh yeah, he's, he's good now for sure. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going to say, kind of, is he keeps giving, like, this basic apology I'm learning from my action. And then it's like, you do it again. I don't know. But yeah, J.J., I think it was J.J. Redick was saying that they shouldn't, the league shouldn't suspend him um, and kind of, like, ruin his, his career, ruin his life, whatever. I agree, I guess, with that. But I guess the Grizzlies, I mean, the Grizzlies have the right to do that if they feel mm-hmm. like that's a, a problem. Um, I guess that's kind of the point that you were making is they, they totally have the right to do that. You know, what's crazy is like, uh, cause I don't know how many games he missed after he did that, but he missed out on like $36 million cause he didn't make an all NBA team. So like for the super max oh. contract and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I feel that's like, right. uh, if I was him, I'd be like, Ooh, <laughs> that stings. <laughs> yes. That hurts. That does that does thing. Oh, what yeah. else you got? All right, I got. Um, so I think this came out today that NCAA football, the video game, the best video game of all time. Um, they said it will be headlined around Dynasty mode, which bless up. Um, yeah. I hope they have. <laughs> I'm pumped to do the recruiting. Um, get those freshmen in every year, get them going. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they have a little transfer portal thing. I want it to be as realistic. Maybe you could have like some NIL boosters and like pick some really rich dudes, which uh-huh. also this is a side topic, but when you think about it, NIL, um, like the main thing was for like the students to kind of get, well, make money, but like join like a company to make money. All of them just join yeah. like, like these like groups, which is just boosters paying them. It's not like they're in yep. with like a real company, but, uh, anyway, side topic. I'm very pumped for that game. Hopefully they do it on PS4. If not, that would be very sad um, for my wallet. Um, and then also they said that actual players can be in the game. Like they can choose, elect, uh-huh. or deny to be in the game. So then like their actual face. I don't know if they can do like a face scan for all the players because there's a lot. but Or just yeah. make it generic and then put their name on it. But... Yeah, very hyped about that. I like that. that. Yeah. That's something I take a lot of, uh, importance in is, is like, I, it doesn't even have to look like them, mm-hmm. I guess. It just, I like having their name instead of just some random, yeah, you know, Bill Joe or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so they used to be just the like, numbers. They used to just be numbers. But everyone right. knew what number, what that, what the players were. Yeah. Yeah. Are we looking towards like 2025? Is that what the, or 2024? It's supposed to be coming out next year, but it's going to be in safe football 2025. So it's like, you know how this year's NBA 2K23, but it came out in 2022. Cause when I first saw it, I was like, wait, hold up. Uh, <laughs> we have to wait another year for this. <laughs> uh, 
It seems like they keep pushing it back, but I know. Unfortunately, it makes sense. All right, next. Um, speaking kind of golf, watching it right now, but, uh, Joel Dahman in a practice round, he was one of the big stars on, uh, Netflix Full Swing. Um, he's like the guy where he's just like the chillest golfer, doesn't try too hard, just out there having fun. Um, like there's a story he, Qualified for the U.S. Open. He had to go through qualifying for the U.S. Open because he didn't get it based on his, like, rank. And uh it was the day before the last day, and he didn't think he was – he was so far behind, he didn't think he was going to make it. Um So he, like, that night he just drank a bunch and then uh ended up playing the next day, shot, like, a crazy, uh, like, seven under or something and made the U.S. Open. Um, it's that kind of guy. But he – in a practice round, he smoked a guy in the leg with the Aaron golf shot and then, uh, gave him a hundred dollar bill and said, I got your beers today. Um, so that's awesome. <laughs> and then this news is also, this news could be, uh, kind of relevant to the St. Louis area. Caleb Love decommitted from Michigan. You going to Mizzou or going to SLU? I would say probably Mizzou over SLU, but. I would love SLU. That I'm more of a SLU guy than a Mizzou guy. Yeah. That would be that would be amazing. Yeah. And then my last one, last but not least, um, Clemson baseball is ranked seventh in the country. After the beginning of the year, they were awful. Um, so it's kind of crazy. We have a new uh, manager or skipper, as they call him, and we we're playing really good. So that's cool. Wow. I've not really kept up that much. I just kind of get, oh, we won. And then all of a sudden it's like we're ranked seventh. I'm like, what? <laughs> I've kept up a, a pretty good amount, but man, it's so hard with college baseball. You can't watch or college it. Softball. Yeah, you can't watch it. Unless you can't watch it until like the, the college, like till the postseason. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a game, there's like a game every, I mean, it's like baseball mm-hmm. season. So it's like there's a game every day. It's like Clemson softball. To, They're like, 43 and like some crazy records like let me count the days when did you start <laughs> i know i know yeah I, I talked to an athlete a softball athlete that i work with and she was saying how they sometimes play two to three games in a day mm. and i'm just because like they have a tournament some tournaments because i know yeah. yeah i feel like so softball you could do that games. more because pitching it doesn't Hurt your arm as much to go underhand than overhand. Yeah, that's exactly what she was saying. Actually, is because I was talking to her about overhand throwing based on or compared to underhand throwing. She said it's not as much strain on your shoulder. Like I can pitch 150 pitches and and or two times in three days and feel okay. That type mm-hmm. of deal. So it, it is interesting. Um, but like I said, I don't have any. Did you see it? But we do have a little wow. NBA. There was one game last night and it was kind of a stunner. Um, I watched the last eight minutes of it. Look at me. I'm very proud of you, actually. (laughs) I watched the Cardinal game, as you know. I'm a real fan, unlike, you know. (laughs) And then I watched the basketball game. (laughs) So I'm sure you saw Jimmy Butler just take over again. I mean, the dude is a different breed. He is the shooter's Um, touch. Watched him. Yes. Basketball bounce off the rim like 30 times, then go in for three. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what it is, um, but I don't have trust in Jason Tatum. And I, 
He took. He didn't even take a shot attempt in that fourth quarter. Yeah, because he kept traveling. It was pissing me off. Yeah, he, he kept, had like three three turnovers in two minutes or whatever. Disclaimer: We love Jason Tatum from the Lou. Hope he does <laughs> great and wins. Except AJ because he picked the Heat, but um, I hope he wins. Yeah. Um, oh my God, I was getting so frustrated because he just like this. This is these are the times when sometimes I don't like the NBA. Is when it gets to these late games and the stars like, just like, running like right behind you as the ball, like giving the ball, and then they try to go, mm-hmm. yeah, hero ball, mm-hmm. which you try to do three possessions in a row and turn it over every single time. Um, just just play your offense. You got so many good offensive players: Jalen Brown, oh, yeah. Malcolm Brogdon, beast, super underrated. Marcus Smart hits a three. Not that often, but every once in a while. <laughs> the the um, thing is with Tatum is, yeah, especially with the Celtics, they always, even no matter what he's doing the first three quarters, they treat him like the number one guy, which I agree he is the number one guy, but yeah. they treat him like they like they don't have any other options. Mm-hmm. Like give the ball to Jalen Brown and let him create. Yeah. Or, or like you said, Brogdon. Or, Personally, uh, what I would do they, is whoever Jimmy Butler is not guarding, I'd let them yep. go to work. Yeah. Um, I think what hurt is that he had three points going into the fourth quarter against Philly in game six, maybe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he scored like 16 or 18 yeah. in the fourth quarter and went crazy. And then now it's like, well, you saw him do that. And I feel like they're kind of just riding that and just going to continue. Like to you can do it. It's just sure. he always seems to have those games where he just – just can't get a bucket. Like he shot nine for seventeen, which is like over fifty percent. But I don't know. Yeah. It's just the turnovers, just going too fast. Um, yep. Just calm down. Take a breath. My my biggest uh, um, point of this series was that I thought Bam Adebayo was going to be the game changer. I said that on Wednesday's episode. Yeah. Last night. I need to address that. He, Continue. Last night, he had 20 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. And I know Al Horford did a really good job against Embiid, especially in the last two games last series. I don't Embiid's more of an ISO guy most of the time anyway, mm-hmm. sometimes in a pick-and-roll action. Bam is really good in the pick-and-roll and also in like a little slip spot in the middle of the lane. He gets a lot of floaters that way. I just feel like it's harder to guard, just body him up. Um, and he's, he's just kind of a freak athlete, which mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be the Big difference. What what were you gonna? <laughs> what point were you gonna make? You were like saying he was like he's gonna be like he's a stud, but at the same time, Robert Williams and him are both the same height. They're both like six eight and are kind of the same yeah. thing. Just Williams isn't as good offensively. So I thought about the Robert Williams <clears throat> factor, and they they started both of them last night. Um, the only thing with Robert Williams is they don't play him enough. I'm trying to see how many minutes he had last night. 25. He had Got the box score up. 25. Okay. You look at some of those Philly games, he played 14 minutes and 19 minutes. I guess the matchup's different. Like, he, it's harder to match up against Embiid than it is maybe Bam. Maybe that's yeah. just, maybe he's going to get more minutes. Because if he's sitting I guess his plus, his plus minus was minus 14, so that's not good. <laughs> I really like that stat, but that stat could also be like, I guess also misleading. Yeah. Because 
it, it was true the other night. D'Angelo Russell was minus 25, and he looked all of minus 25. But there's also times when, like, a star's out there, and they're, you know. Yeah, but, this is yeah. kind of misleading now that I'm looking at this, because Jalen Brown played 38 minutes, plus 3. Tatum played 41 minutes, minus 10. So I guess those, like, three-minute difference, they must have <laughs> scored a ton of points. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm looking I, at that now. That is interesting. And then all the Heat guys are like plus 10. I'm, I guess they did win by 12, so that make, does make sense. <laughs> I didn't look at the. So is that a, is that a 13 no, they, point difference then? They won by in, in two nine. Minutes? No, seven. Yeah. See, so yeah, that's a 13 point difference in two minutes. <laughs> I don't know. That's, yeah. I don't know. That seems kind of crazy. <laughs> I'm not a mathematician, but it doesn't make sense to me. Um, but no, the Heat win, the Heat win this one, and that's a big win. It's always, I've said it many times, it's always the goal is the away team. You have to split on the road. That's why it's a big game for the Lakers tonight. They really need to split, um, and, and win game two. The other big news though is the draft lottery, uh, occurred. And mm. I'm actually super happy about the result because I think for Victor Webinyama to, we all know he's going number one to go to the Spurs. And I know Coach Pop only probably has two or three years left of coaching, if that. He's a perfect guy to be under. Mm-hmm. Yeah. NBA probably rigged, um, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you see? Uh, well, there's a couple things that I saw. Um, one, Charlotte has the second pick, and every time they've had the second pick, the guys drafted was Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, all these like stud big guys, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Um, also, it was oh my god, who was it? It was Chris Bouchard. He's kind of dumb. Uh, his tweet, my yeah. phone just went black, but oh, I gotta find it. Let's see if I can spell his name right. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna talk Chris. about what he. I'll, I'll let, I'll let you announce it, but because it might be the same thing. But he said some wild stuff on TV that I was actually gonna make a point out of too. It's yeah, probably it's the same dumb. thing. Yeah, he's got some. I used to like him in high school a lot, and he was on. Was he's not on ESPN anymore, is he? He's on FS1 with Nick Wright and um, some other guy who's the most annoying of, of the three. Who's Skip Bayless? No. <laughs> Skip is crazy. Skip's on FS1 too. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like sports analysts are. I I loved everybody. I even like Stephen A. in high school, and now I'm getting to the point that they're just saying saying stuff to go viral or like yeah. Every game is a new narrative, or it's just like, I don't know. I will say, well, getting off, we're getting very off topic, but, uh, I am excited. Um, Pat McAfee's show is going on ESPN. Um, I don't know if you've ever listened to it, but I listened to it like on podcasts because I think they originally were podcasts and then they started doing YouTube live. And so I listened to it usually the days before because they release it at like four. But they're pretty funny. Um, hmm. All right, let's find it. I can do this. I can do this. I can do it. Was it, was it comparing him to other? Yeah, it was like if he's not as good as. Okay, mm-hmm. I have to be close. Um, the one was... I saw on on. Oh, yeah. You got it. No, not yet. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> well, what I saw on on TV, and I was watching it, and he said to Nick Wright. Um, 
if he's not Kareem, if he's not Olajuwon, and if he's not um, who was the yeah, other one? that's Maybe it. Shaq? I found it. If Wimby is AD, KD, or Hakeem, that's a disappointment. <laughs> that's insane. Like, so there, there's a he also on on television. He said he needs to be a Kareem uh, or a Shaq to to live up to the hype. And Nick so be Wright one of the greatest play. players of all time. Exactly. No <laughs> exactly. That, that's crazy pressure. I think he is the most hyped up sports uh, prospect maybe ever. I haven't heard of a guy that's supposed to be. I don't know. Kareem. LeBron was pretty hyped up. LeBron was hyped. Oh, this is what I'll say. I, I think I said that wrong. I, I was thinking it and I said it wrong. Not most hyped up. I think LeBron was the most hyped up ever. Wemby's got the most ability of a, a at least a basketball athlete mm-hmm. that I've ever seen. I mean, seven four and can, you know, sh- he, he shot and missed a three and then put had a put back dunk to his missed three. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's crazy. I He's saw a freak. video of him standing next to Killian Mbappe, who's five ten, and I don't think. Uh, Wimbanyama seven five. I think he's like eight foot. I was like trying to imagine like a foot on top of Mbappe's head, which made him seven no five ten, which made him six ten. So then he'd be like six inches taller, and I'm just like imagining. This is weird, but I'm like imagining like a shoe, a twelve, like my shoe because I was like twelve, yeah, like on top of his head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, yeah, that's gonna take a couple. Uh, he's he's eight foot. I think he's lying. He's uh, an absolute freak. And I was thinking earlier, what's the floor for Webinyama? I know the ceiling is the best player ever, I guess. That's what people are hyping him up to be. But what's the floor? Laurie Markkinen. And what, what are, I was thinking Laurie Markkinen, actually, or I was thinking like a Chris Stapps Porzingis. Um, for a second, I thought you were going to say Dirk. And I was like, that's who <laughs> Wimby wants to strive to be. I do no, think... Um, Wimbignana should be smart and uh, contact Giannis and be like, hey, can I lift with you? Because Giannis used to be skinny like that, and he's yeah shredded. Yeah. yeah. Now, the thing with comparing him to Kareem or Olajuwon is a huge – there's a one major difference besides them being two of the best ever. Mm-hmm. And that that is Olajuwon had championship caliber basketball in college at Houston. And Kareem played under John Wooden for four years at UCLA. Mm-hmm. Wemby's coming from France as an 18-year-old. Like, I just, I don't want, it's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, it's easy for you and I to look at him and say, oh, that's a lot of pressure. But when it actually, you're that person in that moment, and if you don't succeed right off the bat, you start getting hate. And, and you know, in, a, in an era definitely with social media where things yeah. can get out of control. And so I, I'm glad he's with Pop. That's going to help so much um because pop is you know in my opinion the best coach of all time especially nba coach um but eric spolster we have to have that conversation eventually because eric spolster is doing some crazy he's never won a coach of the year either i know how's how's that crazy and speaking of coach of the year before we move on to the mlb monty williams budenholzer nick nurse three three championship caliber coaches Monty are, are fired now. Monty Williams is the one that drives me the most insane for the Suns uh-huh. because they made a finals run and lost the Bucks. 
And then last year they lost in the second round. This year they lost in the second round, and then he got fired. Like he, he won Coach of the Year last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, I, I feel like that was kind of a, a short leash. I think it's so dumb. On to the MLB though, um, where the Cardinals I mentioned last episode we have finally, good lord, finally got something going here. We've won seven of our last nine. We did win yesterday. Big win over the Brewers. Back. That just felt like. That felt kind of like a momentum win almost. Matthew Libertor mm-hmm. came in and pitched five scoreless, and then Paul DeYoung, a big two-run homer. But it just felt like one of those games where we finally we needed it almost. I know. We finally, we've been getting some of those um, wins that we weren't getting early in the season. Like yes. a lot of the games in Boston, we came from behind and won. And then Milwaukee, we murdered them the first game, lost a close one the second, which I thought we could have won. And then last night we won against like a Cy Young pitcher, so very, very good to see. Just no, it's, it's so, great to see Paul DeYoung with the homer off Corbin Burns. I yeah, mean, he he was. I kept seeing all these tweets. It was like Paul DeYoung the last twenty one at bats, like ten strikeouts, no hits. I was like, yeah. ooh, it's yeah. coming. And then he hit a home run. So hopefully he keeps. Well, it I up. didn't because he was batting three forty for a minute there, and then yeah. last night I saw because I, I kind of I guess he. He bats in like the six seven hole, and I wasn't really paying attention too much because we were successful anyway. But he he was down to like two seventy seven before that homer, and so I was like, yeah, he must have had a pretty steep drought there yeah. to to fall off. Um, we have a big four game series coming up here with the Dodgers going into this week. I was saying how it's a massive week for us we need, to kind of we play some tough teams coming up here. Yeah. So tonight it's Stephen Matz and Tony Gonsolin. Gonsolin's still rolling. I thought it was kind of a fluke maybe last year, but he Wait, got a one for 2 Wainwright's pitching. They pushed everyone back. That's right. I'm looking a day ahead. So it's Wainwright and Urias tonight, right? right. You have a chance. And, and then it's Gonsolin and uh, and Matt's. Michael okay, and we can Sindergaard. lose one of the series. It's okay. We can win three out of yeah. four. <laughs> I like I like Michaelis versus Syndergaard matchup and the the Sunday one's showtime in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw, Jack Flaherty, especially how Jack pitched last time out. Yeah, that's what we expect. That's what that's what we want. From, I'm excited. I think we're. Jack. I don't know how Urias has pitched this year. I don't think he hasn't been as good. Not right? been great. Yeah, yeah, and we feast on lefties. Um, so very excited. Hopefully, we just annihilate them. And hopefully Wayno pitches good. Hopefully. Yeah. Wayno has showed he's only pitched ten innings, but in both starts he's showed really good at times. And then mm-hmm. I've also seen him, you know, he's given up he gave up back to back homers in Boston and Urias, uh I mentioned he's struggled. He's been better as of late. He's down to a three six one ERA, but mm-hmm. Urias was like a two four ERA last year and yeah. Cy Young type of pitcher, so I will say Wayno in his first start got hosed on that uh that inning where he threw a curveball and it was right down the pipe and the yes. umpire called it a ball and also the guy should have been double play but I guess replay doesn't work um not bitter uh <laughs> but I saw you tweet that out for us I, yeah, I remember that now. um. <laughs> I will. There's one person I want to shout out on the Cardinals, and that is Paul Goldschmidt. Just uh, casually, just doing his thing. Batting 306, oh, yeah. seven homers, 23 RBIs, 395 on base, 919 OPS. Just 
doing his thing. It's so nice. Oh, man. It's kind of just under, you know, it's kind of, I guess we're numb to it mm-hmm. kind of thing. Cause I don't even, I mean, I, I realized the other day he was batting 315. I think he had three K's yesterday, but I realized the other day with 315, that kind of just slid under the carpet mm-hmm. almost. Like I didn't even realize he was, he was doing that. And then Gorman's um, like top, he may be, he's like top five in OPS in all of major league baseball or something. As of two days ago, he was leading the National League in RBIs. He may still be, um, but as of as of last episode, he was, which is remarkable. All right. Um, oh, and uh, he's not leading the NL. I mean, Major League Baseball. Pete Alonso yeah, is like leading the NL with thirty six. Okay. Dolas Garcia okay. is forty six. Yeah, he's been two fifty. It makes though. me. It literally makes me sick to my stomach. Because I have Adolis on fantasy baseball, and Adolis has like 13 homers and 46 RBIs, and every update I get that he hits another homer because he had two yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's it's disgusting. Um, before I like our we guys, move on though. to uh, <laughs> before we move on to our surprise and disappointments, I have to hear your take on the Yankees situation because I made a video about it. Uh, I talked about it last episode. How, how do you feel about the Domingo Herman and the Aaron Judge? Situation. Well, Domingo Herman was for sure cheating, and he's a very bad cheater obvious. as it was on his pants. <laughs> um, come on. It's just everyone who tries to get away with something is just dumb. That's why all the wow. smart people are doing really good, because they know how to get away with knocking. Uh, Aaron Judge, I don't think he was cheating. Like, if the guys, if you can figure out what the guy's throwing by just using your head and eyes. Like, that's not cheating. That's just being smart. Um, like they weren't using a TV in the center field and banging a trash can like, uh, some teams. We've, we've seen that before. Um, yeah. I don't know why they would bang a trash can, but, uh, I don't know. I just, I don't think he was. It's like in, uh, high school baseball, if you're on second base and you see, you figure out, um, the catcher's signs. And you'd do like, uh, I think we did closed fist would be like fastball and then mm-hmm. like open or something or like hand on the knee or something would be off speed. So I don't think so. I think they just figured out something and, uh, maybe it was just seeing, like looking over there to see if like the person who figured out on the bench was like giving him the signal or something. Well, what I heard was he was kind of looking, or what he said actually is what he, uh, he was just looking over to see what they were chirping towards Manoa in the moment. But I kind of, is there no angle that we can see what the dugout's doing? That, yeah. I guess that's my, that's my thing is. Yeah. That kind of clears, that clears everything up if we can just see what they're doing. Well, and, it's the Yankees. Um, they probably paid off the guy not to show him because they were actually cheating. <laughs> You're gonna you're gonna tick off some Yankees fans yeah, right now. I don't care. I'll tick <laughs> off some more New York fans. Uh, another shout out, Lars Newbar. <laughs> Just saying. I know Brandon. What, whatever so, his face, his name's playing good, but hey, he's playing just as good as him. So they're equals. It's so funny. After we made that video, after we had that episode, made that video and posted it, and it kind of you know kind of got around. I have been keeping up with Newbar versus Nimmo. Harder than any other story. I did. I, I literally looked at Nimmo's stats the other day, and I was, like, <laughs> looking at their... They're li- honestly, like, identical. Both of the guys are, like, identical. Yeah. So, yeah. Newbar, come and on. Keep Nimmo, 
Nimmo was batting like 340 there for a minute, and I was like, oh, crap. And now he's down to like 306 or 304, which is still great. But I will say, Nibar's played less games and almost has the same war, so... That's all I gotta say. I, I love how New Bar's been playing, man. I, I love it. both. Does he have a candy too. bar in Japan? No. <laughs> Does he have a million followers on Instagram? I don't think so. <laughs> um, but we have two disappointments and two surprises. Good surprises so far this year. So let's start with the player disappointment. What you got, Zach? Who's, who's uh, your player biggest disappointment? Because it's like I have to mention, it's like a quarter of the way through the season. That's why I kind of wanted to do this. Um, because that's a forty game mark, you finally get an idea. I yeah. guess, of what teams are kind of they can check kind of out the guys' stats. Um, my disappointment. I'm pulling up his stats right now. Is Julio Rodriguez? Ooh, that's a He's good one. That in two eleven. Um, a guy who was thought to be a MVP candidate. Um, he has seven homers. Has some power. He's played 41 games, so basically all the games. Um, 21 RBIs. Uh, and his on-base percentage is 278. That's not that great. His OPS is under 700. That's also not good. Really his bad. OPS plus is 86. Let me see what his WRC plus, because that's what everyone loves now. Uh, ooh, fan graphs popped right up for me. Come on, computer. Don't freak out and kick me out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's rough. WRC plus of 87. When last year he had a WRC plus of 146. Uh, wow. Lakers. Um, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, he's not big. Yeah, I might but have he has a one point. Episode. He has a decent war just because his defense has been good. Okay. So on base, on fan graphs, he has a point seven more. On baseball reference, he has a 1.1. I don't know how they calculate it different, but, uh, cause I don't know how you would, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not great. Offensively, offensively, not been good at all. Um, Striking out almost 30% of the time, too. Kind of a low key MVP candidate coming into the season. There mm-hmm. was, there were some talks in there. Um, sophomore, sophomore slump, maybe. Mm-hmm. Cause that's not who he is. He's, he's gonna get out of this. Maybe not even this year. It's some year. <laughs> he's he's yeah. gonna he's gonna get back right. You would think. Uh, my disappointment is actually not having an awful season, but I had really high expectations for him. That's Austin Riley of the Atlanta Braves. The other day I was mm. thinking I haven't I haven't heard about you know I heard about the Braves being very successful yeah. and I've, I've watched them and Acuna has been an MVP so far. Which oh, was my MVP pick ridiculous. to start the year, so I'm feeling pretty good about my Acuna I MVP pick. Don't even remember what mine was. <laughs> but Austin Riley, uh, I hadn't heard much about him, and so I, I looked at his numbers here, and he's had, he has seven homers, 21 RBIs, a 734 OPS, and I think he's batting like 246. So nothing that really pops off, you know, hop, you know, catches your eye or pops off the charts or anything. Um, but obviously, I would again, I would think he would. Finished with his 30 and 90, uh, 270 to 280 average. The Braves are going to be World Series contenders, but not a, not an MVP caliber season that I thought Austin Riley might be in the conversation for. Um, oh, yeah. that's also another guy who I'm, uh, everyone's like, oh, he's like the best third baseman. Yeah, no. Also, you know, another guy who sucked as a third baseman, Manny Machado. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Nolan Arenado yeah, hasn't gonna... played great, but he's heating up. And 
in no, number he's, one. He's also another guy kind of just uh, man. I'm just thinking of names. Uh, <laughs> my boy Jose Ramirez. He's like not. He's doing better, like decent, yeah. but he can do better. Definitely, though not not living up to his normal standard either. Moving on to the disappointment of teams. Um, there's quite a few you can throw in here, but there's, who's your yeah. most disappointing? Um, I put obviously us, <laughs> but I'll pick someone else. Because yeah, I was looking at all the teams that should be good. We have by far the worst record. Of <laughs> uh, some other teams, <laughs> I put kind of two. Um, and that is San Diego. They're twenty and twenty-four. And mm-hmm. I put Seattle. They're one game over under five hundred, but. Their pitching staff was supposed to be like amazing, and they—they're yep. just not doing great. And then San Diego, they get all those big guy, all those like really good players there, and yeah, they're playing. San Francisco has a better record than them. They're twenty and twenty-three. That's crazy, <laughs> that's, but that's crazy. Nuts. San Francisco just finds a way, man. I mean, I yeah. know they're not going to have a great year, but they're going to be around five hundred. I bet they're, they just find a way. Yeah, I didn't put San Diego only because I didn't have the high expectations. They are disappointing from what I thought they would be. Yeah. But I didn't think they would be elite because I don't trust their pitching. I, mm. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Everybody's really high on their pitching, but I don't Joe Musgrove and and you you Darvish is obviously either elite or not very good at all. They, there's, yeah. there's no middle ground for you. Um my disappointing team I've talked about the Cardinals. Obviously, we've talked about the Cardinals. I've talked about the White Sox and how they've been disappointing. But my most disappointing team, now the White Sox are actually probably my most disappointing team because they they've just been awful. But the Philadelphia Phillies are twenty and twenty three, mm. and I should have put this player as my disappointing player because Trey Turner has been very mid, just average there for mm. Philly. Bad two sixty two in their leadoff spot. Schwarber who we all know is going to bat like 210 with 40 homers. He's yeah. at 175, so <laughs> it's even worse than for him. Uh, Bryce Harper uh, obviously has just now gotten back. Happy. You they're they're kind of like me for now. San Diego. I, th- I thought they were going to just not do yeah. good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it, you know, it's a valid point because we've talked about, and you and I agree, Aaron Nola's overrated, mm. and it's showing right now. And then Zach Wheeler's kind of been – not as great. And that leads me to a side point that I have to make. And I want to know how you, how you feel about it. I didn't write enough down on this because mm-hmm. I've been kind of thinking about this over time and I should have wrote it down for this episode. But do you think the WBC had any effect on some guys? Because I, I'll throw out just a couple names off the top of my head that are struggling that played in the WBC. Trey Turner. Pete Alonso has a lot of homers, but he's batting like 229 yeah. or whatever. Uh, Arenado until now. Wainwright only had, has had 10 innings, so I'm not going to really count him. If we want to stay in the, with the Cardinals, Andre Pallante hasn't been what we thought he would be so far. Um, there was other names that I thought about too the other day where I was like, they play the WBC and they're not living up to the hype. Uh, or, or they've had a really slow start to the year. So how, do you think that had any impact on, on, on these guys? I'm going to say no just because I love the WBC so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how it would. Like, they played super competitive um, innings, probably got better reps in spring training. And Trey Turner was 
playing amazing. Maybe like the pitching wasn't as great a caliber as Major League at all times because you're facing like the Czech team had guys with legit jobs playing, which is very funny. Uh-huh. I know no, the U.S. didn't play them, but I don't know. I just like Arenado's heating up now. I think they're still mm-hmm. good players. I don't know what their deal is. Maybe just trying to get back and maybe just it's like a rhythm thing getting being away from the team and just trying to get in yeah. a because also those trade turners first year in Philly so he kind of missed the whole spring training as well and there's pressure there for him I mean in Philly you have to perform or we we saw Goldie here in St. Louis about what 260 his first year here and then mm-hmm. he got comfortable and turned it on I think if if the WBC did have an impact on these guys, I don't think it would be shown at the beginning of the year. I think it would be shown at the end of the year, playing those high yeah. leverage games. <clears throat> I think you I think you're right. I think if anything, if it is an issue, it's gotta be rhythm and just not being mm-hmm. around all the guys during spring training, getting acclimated and, and used to being with the squad um after the off season. But no, I thought that was interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna write some down for next episode and bring them in because there was more names I saw where I was like, hey, they play in the WBC and they've not been Living up to the living up to the hype, um, but we can move on to our biggest surprises so far. Good surprises. So starting with the player surprise for you, who is it? Um, obviously my cardinal one, Nolan Gorman, but because <clears throat> he's playing crazy. Um, and then two guys that are kind of under the radar. Um, one is Yandi Diaz. Well, he's been great. He's been so he, good. I was looking at stats like leaderboards, kind of figuring us all out. Honestly, kind of crazy numbers. Like, but I'll give them to you. Three batting three twenty one. Um, played thirty nine games, so basically all the games. Has ten home runs, which is almost his like career high. His career high is fourteen, so maybe he's finally unlocked that power. Twenty four RBIs. Um, his walk percentage is like fourteen percent. His strikeouts. 15, so that's really low. On base, 429. And then this is where it gets kind of crazy. Um, his uh, WRC Plus is 187, which is ridiculous. That is crazy. Because uh, remember, he was a big on-base guy. <laughs> he was a big on-base guy and didn't yeah. have the power. And have, you've seen him before. He's a massive dude. And his OPS so, is oh sorry, there's a bug flying around me. Um, his OPS is is over one. I'm doing the math because Fangraphs doesn't have it. But good thing it's just adding two numbers together. <laughs> his uh OPS is um one point zero two, so pretty good. Man. That's a that's a good that's a good uh and then there. another one I had was Kind of an under radar guy. I'm gonna pull his up real quick. Yeah. Um uh, is my gosh, come on. Is Jonah Himes. Oh. I didn't yeah. realize he was playing this good until I kinda looked. But he was really known as like a defensive catcher. Um and he's still a really good defensive catcher. He's batting 308, six bombs, 31 RBIs, um, on base of 372. His WRC plus is 144, and his defense is really, really good. 
Um, and his war is like 1.9. So he is playing very good. And his OPS is he's also hoping He's helping that Rangers team that also yeah. could probably be in that surprise co- conversation. Yeah, they're um, first in their division. Yeah, they, they've been really good. My surprise is who I mentioned last episode, and I said he was a rookie, and I don't think he qualifies because he played 58 games last year, and I think nine the year before. But he plays for the A's, the awful A's team. That's Brent Rooker, their left mm-hmm. fielder. Yeah. 11 homers, 30 RBIs, a 1.012 OPS, so a 10-12 OPS, and that's I, I kind of mentioned him, uh, like I said last episode, and I, I think I listed his numbers off last episode too, but he's a guy that kind of popped off. He's 28 years old, so he's older, uh, is, is still a young guy there. Um, not young is not a lot of experience so far in the MLB, but he's probably going to be a name that's going to be tossed around during that trade deadline and, uh, oh, for sure. probably going to end up getting a good package for him because he's had a good year. But our surprise, did we do our surprise teams yet? We didn't do our teams yet. Okay. What's your uh, biggest surprise team? Um, mine is. Let me find the. Um, I put Baltimore. They're okay. twenty-eight and sixteen, which I don't think a lot of people expect them to be playing this good because their pitching is they they don't have like the greatest pitching staff. And then I also put Arizona because they're playing really good as well. Um, two young teams, two with like the young up and coming teams, I would say with a bunch of young talent. So yeah, Baltimore and the D backs. No, I, I like those for sure. Cause I, I did think, and I thought you did too, that Baltimore was going to be good this year, but I didn't expect this good this fast. No, I, I thought they'd be, be like kind of what the Yankees are right now, like five games over 500, yeah. maybe hang around yeah. 500. Yep. I agree. Uh, my biggest surprise is the AL Central leading, the awful AL Central, by the way, but the AL Central leading Minnesota Twins. I talked about them also last episode, and their pitching staff has been elite. And I don't know if it's sustainable. Sonny Gray has been up and down in his career. Um, Joe Ryan is still young, but he's, again, I, I said it last episode, he's not shown me anything that said he's not going to be successful. But yeah. the Twins are sitting at 24 and 20. Uh, Buxton has been up and down, like really streaky this year because he had a tremendous start and then went over his 25 stretch and then got a couple hits in this series against LA. Um, but no, the twins are my biggest surprise so far. And I do think, I mean, why can't they win the AL Central yeah. at this point? I, mean, I almost put Cleveland as one of my biggest disappointments because I thought they would run away with the AL Central in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Four games under 500 yeah, right now. I do have to mention that our NFL predictions are probably going to have to be starting up here soon. Yeah. Because uh, it's summertime, so we got to probably we may start, have to start doing some out. position rankings. Yep. Yep. Do all that fun stuff. Um, and then did you have NFL anything? and NBA college football champion. coming up. Ooh. <laughs> it's your, it's definitely mm. your time. So my time of the year has, has passed the winter time, uh, NBA season, NHL season, but, uh, you, it's like, it's your time coming here. It's all oh. college football. It's all NFL Baseball, football. College, mm, college, you watch Did college you, football all um, day Saturday. Turn on red zone at one for me. Eastern, watch, sit on your couch for seven straight hours because there's no commercials. You try to be like Scott Hansen and not go to the bathroom. See if you, see if you can do it with them. It's mm-hmm. the life. <laughs> um, there was something else I was going to say about the NFL. 
the schedule released. Um, there's the draft. A lot of stuff's been happening. Oh, well, what I was going to say actually was in about two weeks, all we're going to have is MLB to talk about. So we, we do kind of have to cover, uh, some NFL to, to keep it not just a baseball podcast. Also, but, everyone's like going crazy because Will Levis threw one football at a, in training camp. He had a video like that before college and look how his college career went. Just saying. Yep. Yep. So did you have anything about the, I mentioned earlier the PGA championship. Did you have anything on that that you wanted to discuss? Oh yeah. It's uh, going on right now. Um, Bryson DeChambeau's winning, which is one of my least favorite golfers in the world. He's so annoying, but uh, yeah, the second major um, should be exciting. Um, there's just a lot of really good golfers. Um, I'll kind of give some of the top odds. John Rahm, obviously, the top, top guy. I don't know where he is right now. I didn't see his name, but he's the number one guy in the world. Won the Masters, um, just dominating, basically. Um, I think, where is he? He must have not played great today. Not a lot of people are playing great today. There's a lot of guys pretty um, far over par. Okay. I hope he played. Okay, I still don't see his name. Well, Tiger I have no Woods idea where he's right because. What'd you say? Th- didn't Tiger Woods have some type of injury that he's not competing in this? Oh yeah, he had like uh, uh, he had something wrong. He's gonna be out for a while, but there's a lot of solid golfers because all the golfers are in this, so all the live golfers are playing in this too. Like Scotty Scheffler's. Him and Rom had the best odds. Scotty's a stud. Then you got Rory. He's um, honestly has been struggling pretty recent. He's he finished one over today. Um, DeChambeau, I I don't think his odds were great, but he's leading at four under. Scotty's second at three under. Some guy named Corey Connors I never heard of has three under. Um, Thomas Peters is three under and he's through fifteen so far. Um, Dustin Johnson's up there at three under. He's through twelve. Um, let's see if there's any other big names up at the top. Victor Hall, Hovland, two under. Um, yeah, not a lot of guys under par. I was, in, in the, in the little golf that I watched last year, uh, Will Zalatoris was the guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> that cracked me up. In the little golf I watched last year. <laughs> Uh, well, I was, I was I was looking at names here, and I remember I was because I was thinking there was a guy that stood out. To me, he's though. out for the year. He hurt his back at the Masters. I was gonna say, yeah, he had some kind of back surgery. Um, <laughs> yeah, Will Zalatoris was the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, oh, he man. he was so, a stud. But there's so how many long like, is, is the solid golfers though that can just win it? There's so many like good young golfers, and I really think golf's a lot more popular than people think. There's a lot of um, young people playing golf too, like, cause I think a lot of, uh, social media, like, uh, foreplay, barstools, golf, um, and then good, good, which is big golf. You see all these people wearing good, good hats everywhere at the golf course. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's always, the first round's kind of, eh, but Saturday and Sunday, that's when you really start to figure out who's going to be in, uh, contention. And yep. I'm hoping for, like, a close, a close uh, um, match or close race for first um, on Sunday because that's always fun because the Masters John Rom just 
blew the doors open and dominated. I'm sure you're going to follow uh, the French Open uh, for tennis coming up here too, right? Oh, you know I will. <laughs> the NBA and tennis, two <laughs> things that I love that you, <laughs> you don't. I like um, I just don't like watching NBA. Will I watch? I'm debating if I want to watch the Lakers Nuggets, see the big Cerrito play. Do it. I mean, what time does it start? It's uh, 8.30 your time. It is on It is on ESPN and PJ Championships on right now, so it may just come on after, or I'll just watch the Cardinals. <laughs> or <right>. neither. <laughs> um, well, it was great to finally have a normal episode, an actual episode where I can label it an episode, you know, 80, 86, yeah. a numbered <laughs> episode. But um, everybody have a great rest of your, I guess, weekend at this point. Um yeah, tomorrow's and yeah, we will be back. We'll be back to the to start the week next week with another one. Um, yeah, everybody have a great weekend, and we'll see you next time. See you guys.